Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. God bless America and good morning. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Inner 608, your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. All right. It's Friday Eve. Come on. Got to pump it up. White House said on Wednesday additional U.S. airstrikes against the Iran-backed Houthi insurgents of Yemen destroyed at least four anti-ship missiles the Houthis were preparing to launch at ships in the Red Sea. They still managed to hit a Greek-owned cargo ship with a missile, causing minor damage, forcing it to divert away from the Suez Canal. We're not looking for a war. We're not looking to expand this. The Houthis have a choice to make, and they still have time to make the right choice, which is to stop these reckless attacks. John Kirby said that uh, from the podium uh, as he uh, was acting as the Security Council spokesman, and he talked about the airstrikes that were actually conducted on Tuesday. He also said the White House expected some retaliatory strikes after U.S. and British forces bombed the Houthis last week. He dismissed subsequent Houthi attacks as much smaller than what we had seen before, and none of them effective. You know, they did reclassify the Houthis as a uh, a terrorist uh, organization, but they did it uh, in a way that wasn't like the full designation. So it didn't go back to what Trump had them listed as? Uh, no, no. I guess if you had to assign some sort of a descriptive name to it, yeah. um, it would be similar to a beer. We would call it Terrorist Light. Uh, well, that doesn't sound very bad. Uh, Unless you're drinking it. True. Or they're firing missiles at you. Then you say, there's not a lot light about no. that. I guess they're lighting them up. I guess you could say that. That's Trying to light up the ships in the Red Sea. Can this administration like really not do anything right? Well... No, they can't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to answer your question quickly, no. Uh, can they do it right according to their plan? Yeah, they're succeeding. The demise of America is uh, unfortunately well underway. And under their leadership, it won't be long. All right. So while doing a little bit of research for this whole Houthi thing, I saw back in November uh, there was a senator who was – trying to get them to change the Houthi uh, designation yeah. back to terrorist organization. Okay. Then I found this. 
from a year ago. Oh, no. A year ago, Saudi Arabia, UAE, pushed Biden to blacklist Houthis. Oh, that's part of the relationship. Maybe the little rub there between us and the Arabians. Is that about the same time that Biden went over there begging for oil? Mr. Fist bump himself? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and they wow. just sent him and said, yeah, go in your hat. Mm-hmm. And well, that... blew us, not only blew us off when we were asking for oil, but they actually reduced mm-hmm. their, their level of uh, production on purpose. So can you, uh, uh, going back a year, because Saudi Arabia, they knew what was going on with the Houthis and Yemen and all that. I mean, there's no doubt they're a terrorist organization. No. It's just crazy. And come on, let's get to the uh, the root, the heart of the matter. It's Iran. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. What what was the old thing? It's the economy, stupid. Yeah. Uh, You know, note the State Department. It's... Iran, stupid. It's Iran. We're still dealing with them? Wasn't I like in high school? Uh, yeah. 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 And we're right. dealing with them. Still. Okay. And yet we let them go. They're playing with nukes. Oh, you know? Yeah. Just let them keep on going. Throw them some money uh, once in a while. Unfreeze their funds. Let's just dump yeah. money on the, on the driveway. They don't send any mixed messages. Uh, we want to wipe Israel off the map. And, you know, uh, the U.S. is the great Satan. So. Right. But other than that, no, the no, relationship we're should be great. along swimmingly well. Absolutely. Yeah. Morons. <laughs> Unreal. So, you know, we're conducting some airstrikes. And, you know, again, you could take out some of these, uh, you know, missile batteries or whatever that the Houthis are setting up. But you're going to have to do more than that. Kirby credited effective countermeasures by U.S. and allied naval forces with intercepting Houthi attacks and preventing them from causing severe damage to civilian vessels. He noted uh, noticed that the, uh, the Houthis have targeted very big ships and don't that don't have large crews, thanks to modern technology. So the missiles fired by the Iran-backed terrorists have not inflicted major casualties. Again, it's just a matter of time. What's the old saying? When you're dealing with terrorists, they only have to be right once. Yeah. They only they only have to get lucky once. We we're trying to be 100%. It's not you can't in the long run. You can't. You can't be 100% stop attacks. It's just a matter of time. Well, I mean, as long as you're going to let them continue doing what they're doing and mm-hmm. the Biden administration so far hasn't made a real effort. No. I mean, how long did it take for him to even strike back when uh, Americans at various bases and areas were being attacked? They had to wait until they used a certain type of missile. Then they okay, I guess we should do something. Yeah. Now. Right. Yeah, because, you Thanks, know, Brandon. somebody getting shot and killed with a twenty two is so much less vicious than somebody getting shot with a, you know, three fifty seven. Right. Yeah. Makes no sense. No. It, it's... Uh, don't try to understand the foreign policy under the Biden administration. That would be your that would be your first mistake. Yep. Senator Marsha Blackburn, the Republican out of Tennessee, is demanding that President Joe Biden's top agencies disclose how much taxpayer money has been siphoned from American veterans to illegal aliens who have recently arrived in the U.S. For years now, Biden's top agencies have been accused of diverting VA services uh, from veterans to provide health care services to recently arrived 
illegals. In a letter sent to VA Secretary Dennis McDonough, Blackburn asked the agency to disclose the amount of taxpayer dollars that had been diverted from veterans to shore up resources for illegals. How much funding have they specifically allocated for the medical care or veteran benefits, including claims processing? And how much of that is going to illegals? Blackburn noted... Reports that suggested fiscal year 22, taxpayers paid nearly 50, uh, I'm sorry, $95 million in medical expenses for illegals in federal custody that should have been used to support American veterans who have bravely served our nation. Wow. And fiscal year, some similar things there from 2021, $74 million. Yeah. Well, this administration's transparent, they'll tell you. Mm, Yeah, maybe not. It is 6.15. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house, and you can get The Bob Rose Show on your Alexa first thing in the morning. Stretch, rise, and shine, and then tell your smart speaker. Play 97.3 The Sky. It's that easy. Happy Thursday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. I want to issue a national, if not international, warning to our Israeli friends. Joe Biden is betraying you. And Anthony Blinken is betraying you. Six weeknights on 97.3 The Sky. Happy Friday Eve. Come on, weekend. It is Thursday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy's here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. It is 620. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always... Yes, one of your top stories, U.S. conducting more airstrikes against Houthi anti-ship missile launches uh, around Yemen and the Red Sea. That is one of your uh, ongoing, I guess, developments, we would call it. Also, there were missiles fired into Pakistan, and they apparently um, are fighting back on that one. And they may have been fired from Iran. So what do they have? They have, uh, it it would be hard to believe that uh, there'd be terrorist groups unaffiliated with Iran running around unfettered to launch missiles. And you know they've got their own big budgets, I'm sure. So again, it goes back to Iran, as I mentioned earlier. All right, interesting little piece as we were looking at this whole Houthi thing and their designation. Biden took them off the terrorist list. Now, recently, put them back on, but not at the same level. They're terrorist light, I guess, if you want to break it down that way. Now, here's an interesting piece, all right? Um, After weeks of intense pressure from inside Yemen and Arab League countries to reclassify the Houthi rebels as a terrorist organization, U.N. officials have reportedly warned President Biden against that. In other words, don't. Following attacks on the UAE claimed by Iran-backed Houthi forces in late January, the UAE and the Arab League called on the U.S. to reclassify the Houthis as a terrorist group. So, basically, Biden caved into the U.N. and not uh, going along with the UAE and Saudi Arabia. So once again, that sort of shows you an alignment there. Take more of a globalist approach. And again, once again, no wonder 
you know, that some of our Arab friends uh, aren't so happy with Joe Biden. Oh, and by the way, this reclassification talk that I'm telling you about, Mm -hmm. this came in early 2022, February of 2022, so almost two years ago. The Arab countries were begging Biden to reclassify them as a terrorist organization, and he refused because the U.N. told him not to. Reclassifying the group uh, would criminalize any dealings with rebels and leave organizations delivering aid in Houthi-held territory liable to prosecution. Well, yeah, we know what they're doing. They steal the aid that's meant for, you know... Civilians, they steal the aid, they control the aid, they control the population with it. But wait, the UN, just yesterday, strongly condemned the Iran-backed Houthis for their attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea. Yesterday, the United Nations Court at The Hague opened arguments at a kangaroo court hearing convened by South Africa to officially declare Israel a genocidal state. Yeah, the UN. Israel, a genocidal state. But at least they strongly condemned the Houthis. And so we take the side of the bad guys every time here? Is that what I'm seeing? I mean, come uh, on. Yeah, I've, there's definitely a pattern yeah. forming there, mm. for sure. All right. So it's time for some good news. We'll take and it's, it's early for things that make... It's never too early for things that make you smile. Good point. And I received this... We received this very nice letter, even though it was addressed to me. I wrote well, it. Well, thanks for sharing. Well, they... You know. Yeah, the credit? Yeah. Well, I mean... It's your peeps. Oh, okay. At Pastor Chris. Oh, cool. Thanking us for the whole Buy a Pumpkin, Feed a Child program. Yeah. And uh, uh, thank you so much for talking about Buy a Pumpkin, Feed a Child Pumpkin Patch. And um, on WSKY, yep, we're very happy. Thanks again for your generosity. You helped make our event an even bigger success than last year. Uh, they, They fed more hungry children in Alachua County. Uh, also, Guatemala, Venezuela, Europe, and around the world. Hungry kids are being fed because of our local heroes, such as you and your team. That's me. I'm the team. Team. I have a I'm team. team. I'm the team. That's nice. <laughs> it's two-man beach volleyball. That's our team. We don't need any more help. Yes. We can handle them. Yes. Maybe. All right. That's nice. Thank you. Yeah, we it appreciate is. appreciate that. We so we, you know, and and we, we like doing stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you're, you're housing people and you're feeding people. I mean, hello. I think there might have been something in the Bible about that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I think it's in there. Mm-hmm. It's like Prego. It's in there. It's in there. Yeah. Got a Florida man story for you. Imagine that. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah, a guy walked around with a bullet hole in his head. Ooh. Walked nearly a mile. Wow. To his friend's house. Yeah, help me. I yeah. been shot in the head. That's a preliminary good. investigation revealed that Christopher Hastings, 33, and a 44-year-old man started arguing at a mutual friend's house in the early morning hours. Uh, Wednesday, the Holly Hill Police Department said in a news release, they were fighting over a woman. Huh. The fight escalated as Hastings, uh, the 44-year-old, pulled out a gun. Yeah. Mm, and shot the other guy in the head. 
Wow. The victim had a friend who lived nearby about a mile and a half from he, the scene of the crime. He walked that He walked far. to his friend's home after being shot in the head. Wow. Yeah. Good thing he wasn't shot in the leg. That would have been a problem. True. Yeah. Yep. Uh, officers, by the way, were able to positive, positively identify Hastings, and they grabbed him within eight minutes Man, of the initial all, call. They're on it. Yeah. Like that. And they also recovered the firearm they believe to be used in the incident. The victim is being treated at a local hospital, listed in serious condition, but <laughs> lucky to be alive, right? Uh, yeah. Hastings was arrested, charged with attempted second-degree murder, aggravated battery, and tampering with evidence, transported to Volusia County Jail. Yeah. Man. Over a woman. When a man loves a woman. I need that woman over there like I need another hole in my head. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's you funny a- you say that because yeah. <laughs> you ask for it. There's your, there's your Florida man or Florida men story. I yeah, guess. it's right? even worse than it involves more than one. <laughs> and a whoa, man. Whoa, man. Yep. Yeah. Pakistan conducts retaliatory military strikes against terrorists operating in Iran. Wow. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on the Bob Rose Show. Along with Greg Cassidy, live and local, we are 97.3 The Sky. America stands with our ally Israel. War. The battle for the future of the Middle East. The fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The hostage is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. He had a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When you need to know... Viciously held hostage by Hamas. The threat we face from China. Russia alone stands in the way of peace. You need the sky. Just download the Odyssey app. Everywhere. That's where I get my news. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Happy Thursday, almost Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It is 638. Thank you for tuning in and supporting what we do. We appreciate it. Absolutely, we do. Got to push that microphone yeah, button over there. A little red light comes on. That's a, that's a good thing. It's actually a blue light on the button, a oh. red light up here. That's why it's so confused. Blue and red, blue oh. and red. I just pulled myself over. My goodness. Good morning. Welcome. We've got a lot to talk about. One of your top stories, Pakistan. 
they're not going to take it anymore. So they had my uh, missiles fired at them from Iran, but they're not really coming from Iran. And in this case, it's not like a proxy thing with the Houthis. They really are kind of a separatist-type group that actually left Pakistan, and now they attack their old country. Hmm. Pakistan conducted a series of military strikes Thursday against insurgents operating in Iran in response to a deadly bombing in the southwestern Pakistani uh, province. The armed forces completed a series of highly coordinated, specifically targeted precision military strikes. They were described as successful, left a number of terrorists dead. Over the last several years in our engagements with Iran, Pakistan has consistently shared its serious concerns about the safe havens and sanctuaries enjoyed by Pakistani-origin terrorists, calling themselves uh, Sarmashers. And I may be saying that wrong. I have not heard it. I'm only reporting this as uh, I'm reading this piece. And anyway, apparently they've taken up residence in what they call ungoverned spaces inside Iran. Ungoverned. I don't know about that. Like, you can do whatever you want in a certain area mm-hmm. of the country, and they wouldn't say anything? I don't know. That doesn't well, unless it's like a woman showing her face or something. Then they got to stone her to death. Well, there's that. Yeah. yeah. Then, they, then they've got standards. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they uh, added that they shared multiple dossiers with concrete evidence of the presence and activities of these terrorists. So they retaliated against a terrorist group even though they were inside the confines of Iran. Yet Hmm. we're holding back and taking out as many of the Houthis as we can who aren't even, well, inside Iran. Very interesting. Yeah how this administration specifically deals with Iran. So Pakistan did make it clear. They said they fully respect the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Iran, uh, but it cannot compromise the security or national interest of Pakistan. Hmm. Are they, like, making Pakistan great again? Are they? Do they have a <laughs> philosophy of put uh, Pakistan first? Hmm. Who do they think they are looking out for the freedom and sovereignty and protection of their own people? My goodness. This action is a manifestation of Pakistan's unflinching resolve to protect and defend its national security against all threats. Here in this country, we open the borders to see, I guess, if there are any threats. Hey, if there's any threats, you want some of this? Come on in. You want some of this? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy, isn't it? We're worried about everybody's borders but our own. It's, yep. it's just a messed up world. Uh, and you know, Donald J. Trump would handle things quite a bit differently yeah. than the uh, the com- the current <laughs> commander-in-chief. It's hard to say. Choking on something there, Bob? Uh, yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Okay. Latest polling out of New Hampshire shows former President Trump up 16 points over former Bless you, my son. Thank you, and excuse me. Yeah. All right. He's 16 points up on Nikki Haley in the latest poll. This came out of Suffolk University, the Boston Globe, and local uh, NBC10 in Boston. 
They conducted among 500 likely New Hampshire Republican primary voters. Now, remember, New Hampshire Republican primary voters aren't necessarily Republicans. Right. They try to find people who are likely to vote in it, regardless of party affiliation, because you don't have to be a Republican. This is an open primary. And that's why you're seeing these numbers so much different than you've seen everywhere else in the country. Mm -hmm. Nikki Haley's trying to make it sound, well, she's catching him. Yeah, she's catching him at a very moderate Republican-leaning state. Very moderate. And hence the reason why she's doing as well as she is. But even in the most moderate areas, it's still not enough. Mm -hmm. It's still not enough to truly compete with Trump. 16 points is quite a bit. And I guarantee you, even when you go to her home state of South Carolina, the disparity will be greater yeah. than that. The saying, saying, I think it's uh, it was three or four thousand people. Uh, New Hampshire have switched uh, to be listed as either Republican or basically, you know, not affiliated with before the caucus. I'm wondering why they would do that. I mean, because if anybody can vote, does it really matter how you're listed? Does that really matter if you're casting a vote for someone? I wonder why the switch at this point in time. I don't know. I, I, I don't know their, what's the goal behind that. Unless it's just coincidence of the timing and people are fed up with Brandon and they really are going to vote Republican or something else next time. I I don't know. Maybe they, yeah, I think the mindset for some is they're ones that kind of go back and forth. They're kind of swing voters. They like moderates of both parties. Yeah. Um, but they know the Democrats are taking them in the wrong direction. They've woken up to that, but they still can't wrap their hands around, their heads around uh-huh. uh, a Donald J. Trump second term. They just yeah not ready for that, I guess. Yeah. But we are. I am. Oh, yeah. Go, baby, go. The Trumpster. Uh, more information uh, on Donald J. Trump coming up. It is 645, and you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Happy Thursday. There are people who apparently don't understand the relationship between economic policy and then what that does to the market. Now, 10 p.m. nights. And how it affects people. On 97.3 The Sky. 6.50 on the Bob Rose Show, 10 minutes till 7 o'clock. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Yep, Thursday, Thursday, come on weekend, right around the corner. Top stories, U.S. conducting more airstrikes against Houthi rebels and taking out their uh, anti-ship missile launchers. That's the idea behind that. Uh, also, uh, former President Trump still tops Haley by 16 in New Hampshire in the latest poll. And... Uh, also took uh, an opportunity to uh, take a little jab at Nikki. The people behind Nikki Haley are pro-amnesty, they're pro-China, they're pro-open borders. You know, she wants open borders, don't kid yourself. Pro-war, and they're pro-Biden. Well, they kind of like the same things, it would seem. Well, I did say that, you know, the moderates mm, tend to like her. Yeah. She's still 16 points down, though. And if you're that far down and you're in New Hampshire... Um, well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. South Carolina is going to be very, well, I don't think it's going to be very interesting it, because I'm <laughs> predicting it, yeah. that, yeah, Trump's going to crush her there in her home state. We'll see. Hmm. All right. Other things going on. It's China. 
they're friendly. They want to come visit. Not here. Really? Oh. Not here. Ireland. What? Yeah. Irish, listen to this. Irish politicians welcome the second in charge of the Chinese Communist Party. Wow. Uh, and, And they're celebrating that it was the largest passenger plane ever to land at Dublin Airport. Largest ever. This is a Chinese premier, uh, Li Zhang, or Quang. Yeah, this happened Tuesday, a two-day visit with the Irish uh, prime minister. What's interesting about this is they're talking about climate change. That's What? Yeah, that's the purpose of the, the visit. No, wait a minute. This is the Chinese, right? The Chinese on the biggest passenger jet to ever land at Dublin <laughs> Airport, getting off, uh, disembarking to talk about green stuff. The same people that build all the coal plants. That's correct. And that use slave labor to, you know, like make batteries and stuff. Also correct. While they screw up the climate themselves. Yeah. Just making sure it's the same Chinese. I thought it might have been somebody else because there's a bunch of them. And the leader of the Green Party in Ireland, Ryan, has received criticism in recent months from Irish dairy farmers who say Ireland's Department of Ag is proposing they kill 200,000 uh, cows oh my to reduce on. carbon emissions and meet EU's climate objectives. Remember, we had uh, our Ag Commissioner, Florida uh, Ag Commissioner Wilton Simpson on. He was talking about you know the push where there's folks on the left that are attempting to do that here with our yeah. beef and cattle industry. This whole EU and UN, I mean, they they are just messed up with these goals. Yep. In November, Ryan reportedly pressed the attendees of the Irish Creamery and Milk Suppliers Association annual meeting that he consider Irish dairy farmers not the villains in the climate uh Climate. climate change crisis. Yeah. While Ryan agreed farmers were not the enemy, mm-hmm. he still warned those at the meeting in Limerick, which I don't have a rhyme made up for that. I thought you would. Climbed, <laughs> climate change is real, and it is unfolding in a way that is truly terrifying, and we have to respond. It's terrifying. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I was in Ireland. I wasn't terrified about any climate change, and they're very are proud mm-hmm. of their cows and their dairy industry. Yes. And, and they're messing with that? They do have fantastic cream and butter. And yes, mm. I sampled all of it. Look, I wouldn't let the Chinese into my country if I were Ireland. No. Because the next thing you know, they're going to they're gonna have a new beer. Yeah. It'll be called Chennis instead of Guinness. <laughs> and they'll try to steal the formula and recreate I'm it. I'm sure they will. Yeah. That's what they do. And they'll do it, yeah, for 50 cents cheaper a pint. Uh-huh. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and connect with Pete. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad you brought up the thing about the New Hampshire primary and the open nature of the election. 50 and 60 years ago, New Hampshire was considered crucial. Now it's it's not. But what I want to talk about is Nikki Haley in South Carolina on February 24th, the primary. I want to remind everybody, back in 2016, there was this bright young senator from Florida, Marco Rubio. Trump came along, called him Little Marco, and made comments about his hands. <laughs> and the next thing you know, Marco got trounced in his own state by Trump, and he gracefully withdrew. Uh, I think, hopefully, please, I beg the fates to make that the same thing that happens to Nikki, because she has got to be stopped. Otherwise, we got Mitch McConnell in the dress. 
Thank you, Bob. Mitch Ooh. McConnell in a dress. There's a visual. Yeah. I'm not sure he's got the legs he, for it. I don't know. He, he, he's not even pretty enough to be a man. For God's <laughs> sakes. Well, I, I take exception to that, Bob Bros. Mm. Yeah. You got a face for radio, buddy. Mm. Oh, well, he, okay. He loves him some Chinese, you know. Speaking of which. Well, he married a... I uh, know, but not just your average Chinese. Uh, a shipbuilding family from China. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, which means business in China, which means connected to the CCP in no. China. Oh, no. No, it's true. I heard it on the Bob Rose Show. He no. told, me, told me that. You're saying the Chinese Communist Party has all kinds of influencing things going on in our nation. Yeah, I could be saying that. Okay. I heard it from a reliable source. Uh, Biden hates uh, when people ask him questions. You can just stop right there. Because that's usually it makes him mad or he doesn't know the answer. No, he does. Uh, it does make him mad. Yeah. But, yeah, I've got a couple of highlights. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll share with you coming up. On the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and loco, baby. Happy Thursday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. trending on the sky the people have spoken it would be so nice if we could come together the news that's trending the people in iowa see what the american people uh, see as well we went from stable prices to record inflation the news that's now strike against the iran box Houthi rebels fanny willis facing misconduct allegations Better called dead Teslas around the Chicago area. We got a bunch of dead robots out here. News Talk 97.3 the sky always live on the free odyssey app download it now the year is here. 2024. An election year. Everything that happens. A lot will happen. The primary race. From now till November. Happens here. When you cast your vote. News Talk. Are you ready? 97.3. The Sky. Good morning and welcome. Hour number two of the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Happy Thursday. Time check. Brought to you by... Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, U.S. conducting more airstrikes against Houthi anti-ship missile launchers. And Pakistan firing back. Terrorists that are in, what, un-government areas, unpatrolled areas Hmm. in Iran? Yeah, they're former Pakistanis. They move across the border and then shoot rockets back at Pakistan. How nice. Kind of weird. That's weird. They said they respect the sovereignty of Iran, but hey, they got to look out for the security of their own people. <gasps> They're putting Pakistan first. How dare they? How rude. What nation would do that? Yeah, crazy talk. Huh? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of a crazy administration, Joe Biden. Yes. Um, President Biden's administration announced on Wednesday that it was designating the Houthis as a specially designated global terrorist, which is weaker than the designation foreign terrorist organization. So SDGT, specially designated, versus just straight up foreign terrorist organization. Okay, so Donald Trump, when president, commander-in-chief, had them at the highest level of basically a terrorist threat, right? Yes. And so Biden comes in, he takes them off the list totally, Yeah, but just to be a little rebellious when they put them back on, they don't put them back on quite as bad. That's right. Okay. They're, they're now terrorist right. light, 
Oh, now, if one of their missiles gets through and, you know, kills people, destroys ships in the shipping lanes, etc., mm-hmm. um, just remember it's terrorist light. So it's less deadly? No. Oh, okay. No, I mean, right. clearly they're, they're terrorists. Oh, brother. And, and even the U.N., Spoke out against the uh, the strikes that the Houthis uh, oh. did. Yeah, even the UN. That's amazing. Uh, but the UN also fought against them changing uh, during the Biden administration. Uh, they the UN tried to fight them when the Biden administration was considering putting the terrorist designation back on. The reason oh, they were okay. considering it is because UAE and Saudi Arabia was pretty much demanding it or begging it. Hmm. And that's probably part of the wrinkle in the relationship between us and Saudi Arabia. And when I say us, I mean the Biden administration. So their designation is somewhat a reversal of its previous policy and a vindication of the Trump administration's. In 2020, the Trump administration designated the Houthis as an FTO, straight up foreign terrorist organization. Hmm. And that cut off the Iran-backed group from the international banking system. That's the difference. Ah, there's the key. Yeah. Okay. Terrorist light versus full-on terrorist. Terrorist light still has access to international banking systems, which means they can conveniently cash their little uh, paychecks Hmm. that they get from Iran. So basically, it's a demerit on your little chart, but it does nothing to slow them down. Right, and they can still do their their banking, and as long as there is money flowing, look, wow. look, there's some of these Houthis that are idealistic uh, kooks, you know, real sure. true, you know, uh, but I don't know, died in the wool fanatics. Yeah, but a lot of them aren't. It's a part of the world where you know it's hard to find a, a gig, mm. and you grow up with hate. You're like, hmm, how can I channel this hate into a paycheck? Hey. Uh, why don't you become a proxy terrorist group working for Iran? So it's kind of like gangs on steroids. It pays more than minimum wage. Oh, uh, I'm sure it does. Shortly after Biden took office in 2021, his administration rescinded that designation, arguing that it hurt Yemeni civilians and hindered peace negotiations in Yemen's civil war between the Iran-backed Houthis and the U.S. and Saudi-backed government. Oh, hmm. so who won out there? Yeah. The terrorists did. Thanks, Brandon. So, anyway, um, they can still do banking, so they still get paid. And until you eliminate them getting money, that that causes them to dry up and kind of go away. No paycheck, no food, no food, no fight. Capiche? Okay. Yeah, get it. On Tuesday, White House Press Secretary, our favorite, Karine Jean-Pierre, looking just as cute and charming as ever, claimed that President Biden does not insult voters. Excuse me? Yeah. How's that? Well, one thing the president does not do is insult voters or the American people. I'm not sure how the question (laughs) came up. Okay. But... He's got a long track record of getting nasty. Oh, he's mouthy. December 2019, Biden campaigning for president appeared at an Iowa town hall. I'm not a Republican, one man told Biden at the event. I've got two problems with you. 
One is you're damn near as old as I am. You're too old. I'm 83. And I know darn well I don't have the mental faculties I did. And then he talked about uh, Ukraine and Hunter Biden getting a job, uh, the national, uh, the natural gas firm, Burisma Holdings. Yeah. He says, on the other hand, you sent your son over there to get a job, work for a gas company. Biden fired back. Uh-oh. You're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. Well, he just did. Yeah. Yeah. And as it turns out, remember, Biden claiming he never talked to his son about what he did? Uh We know for sure, for sure, that's a big old lie. May 2020, Biden appeared on Charlemagne the God's The Breakfast Club radio show and said anyone contemplating voting for Trump ain't black. (laughs) Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Three months later, Biden snapped at a reporter and asked him if he was a junkie after fielding a question about if he'd ever taken a cognitive test amid attacks from then-President Trump over his mental stamina. No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test, Biden said. Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got on this program, you take a test whether you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think? Are you a junkie? He said while turning the question back around on CBS News reporter Errol uh, Barnett, who is black, Biden chuckled as he finished the response. Isn't that interesting that he turns it around and asks them if they're taking cocaine and says, are you a junkie? Wouldn't that, isn't wow. that odd when, well, it's approximately the same time that... Hunter was having his mm-hmm. go around with cocaine and, well, being a junkie, frankly. Well, maybe that's why he was so familiar with the terms and the, the, the topic, I guess. 2022, Biden uh, caught hot Mike, calling Fox News correspondent Peter Ducey a stupid son of a... Gun? Yep. Mm-hmm. After he asked a question about inflation. I mean, <laughs> you take... the. How dare you ask me a question about inflation? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's funny. Corinne Jean-Pierre had to claim that President Biden does not insult voters. Yeah. I mean, I can't think, really, of somebody in his position who's actually been more negative and outspoken and angry. His whole career. Yeah. Uh, Always. He's always... Okay, he's always been a jerk, and there's really no question about that. Like him or not, he's always been a jerk. There you go. Yeah. Good morning. Happy Thursday, otherwise known as Friday Eve. Coming up next, what's bugging you? A chance for you to call in, to air it out, whatever's on your mind. Let go of it. And call in 877-975-9825. What's bugging you? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. There's been a lot of talk about what's going on. There's a lot of stake. A lot of damage. The time has come for you to sound off. All of these things are happening all at once. What's bugging you for Florida Pest Control on 97.3 The Sky? Time now for What's Bugging You, a chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest, 877-975-9825. Call in now. 
for What's Bugging You. It is brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. Well, one of the things that is bugging me is um, we've got a Speaker of the House, Johnson, Mike Johnson, and seems like a a serious guy, yeah. seems like a bright guy, smart enough. Mm-hmm. He was on with Laura Ingram uh, yesterday evening. I, I'm, I'm still not sure that he fully gets it and understands because Laura had to kind of I, I, not talk down to him or anything, but but kind of educate him a little bit. He's got to try to negotiate right with the Biden folks. Yeah, it's this Ukraine money and the border thing, mm-hmm. and she just she nailed it at every point. When it comes to Ukraine, hey, why not have a separate bill, a standalone bill? Well, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's kind of been talked about. And then she says, "Can you really negotiate in good faith with people that?" Really, you can't put faith in yeah. because we both know, and she was very clear on this, mm-hmm. that the president right now has the ability to secure the border if he chooses to. Absolutely. You and I both know that. He says, true, and in fact, I sat across from the president and said exactly that. Oh, okay. So, you know, her point was, well, then, what is there to negotiate? Because they might tell you that they're going to spend that money. Mm-hmm. On border security, quote unquote, but can you trust them? Because again, it goes back to if they want to secure the border, they clearly can. And every time they're asked about it, Mm -hmm. they have that stupid standard line well, you know, that's a question for Congress. You know, why didn't they pass, uh, you know, the bill that the Democrats uh, had lined up for them? Oh yeah, a little KJP the other day. Oh well, you know, day one yes. they were sending stuff, and in the and then the other day as well, somebody you know shouts out a question to to Brandon about it, and he's like, oh, well, you know, they got to send me. I need the money. They, I gotta I gotta have the money to right. talk to Congress. I'm like, anybody who's following this knows what's really going on. It's got to bug you. And if you and if you put money behind that, even if they claim there's going to be border security, is there going to be a real measuring stick? Hmm. Now, you mean accountability? Yeah, like uh, I I think it was uh, uh, the senator uh, out of Ohio, Vance. Mm -hmm. uh, He had mentioned something about, yeah, I mean, you make as part of the agreement that you're only going to allow, you know, X amount of people across the border or whatever it would be, 500 a month, or I don't know what the number is. He goes, well, whatever the number is, something that you can, you know, quantify and, and, you know, be able to judge by a benchmark or whatever you want to call it. But again, do you no, trust an administration not a bit. Not a bit. where Secretary Mayorkas uh, lied to Congress straight up? He Remember, he started with, there is no crisis at the border. Uh-huh. And then that morphed into, yeah, well, there, yeah, we're, uh, you know, the surge is too great. And yeah, we have some problems there. So we need additional people and money and all that. Well, they sank that into drawing more people in there to work, but to do paperwork, to change diapers, to make the process easier. For who? For the illegal immigrants. See, that's the problem. Part of the problem. Well, and and I do wonder, how do these numbers line up with the people that maybe are coming from other countries who aren't sneaking through the southern border and, again, what, 110, 115, you know, different countries is where people are from that are coming in the southern border. Explain that one to me. Um, 
we have we seem to have one standard for people who say are coming from Europe. You've got to apply. You mm-hmm. got to have a job. Mm-hmm. You got all these things. Why is it a double standard? That is a big part of what bugs me because it doesn't seem we have standards. And if we're already booking people out to twenty thirty one before they can even really get in front of a judge, and they're going to run around in our country until then. Shut the stupid door, for goodness sakes, and say, okay, we're closed until we take care of the customers we got. It sounds like we're punishing good behavior, law-abiding people trying to enter into our country legally and become citizens. We put them on hold. We punish them. and We promote and reward bad behavior. Okay, so... Exactly. That's yeah, and then, and then wrong. if it's you wrong. expect behavior to be different, then you know that's the definition of insanity. At least one of them, anyway. Uh, Donnie, what's bugging you? Yeah, good morning, Bob. Uh, you just said, does anybody trust the administration? Does anybody trust Republicans? Because I sure don't. Um, it's going to be somewhere around ten million people in this four-year period, and they're talking about five thousand a day. Maybe we can let in. The, the negotiations should start at zero people illegally entering. What happens to those 10 million people? How many of them have already had children here or brought children here through no fault of the children? They will never have to be removed from this country. Not one Republican except not even Trump has the political will to deport these people. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Look, let's try to get rid of the people that are committing felonies. Uh, yeah. Let's let's just start with that and see mm-hmm. see if we can get some of that done. Let's go to Mark. What's bugging you? Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. What's bugging me? Yesterday during the coverage of the news, um, the gentleman I think mentioned a Chilean individual. I think down in Ocala, guilty of murder or something like that, um, and. Chile is like 2,000 miles of like Santa Barbara, California coastline quality, so I can't imagine he's here for asylum. And even if he was, there's probably like a dozen nations between here and the United States he should have properly stopped in and applied for asylum. So that, that was bugging me from yesterday. Mm. That, that, look, that's, that's a great point. That's, that's Again, these are one of the... Um, more than a few dozen executive orders that Biden immediately undid, rescinded when he got into office. And the asylum rules was one of them. Supposed to be the next uh, neighboring safe country. Yep. Yeah, there's no countries between here and Senegal, right? Uh, Where's the map? Hold on. Yeah. 728 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks so much for uh, participating. What's bugging you? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. Coming up, showdown at Shelby Park. Feds versus Texas. Stay on top. All the headlines I need when I listen. At the top. It's important to know about the things that are going on around you. That could actually affect your daily life. News. At the top. Every hour. The news I care about. The news station. News talk. 97.3. The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It is 736 on the Bob Rose Show. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Uh, Real quick, I've been uh, hammering on the border. Just let me throw this one out there because I want to make sure it's covered. Listen to this story from CBS News. 
A woman and two children drowned in the Rio Grande on Friday while trying to enter the U.S. near a section of the southern border where Texas National Guard soldiers have prevented federal border patrol agents from processing and rescuing migrants. Uh, Federal officials and a Texas congressman said National Guard soldiers deployed by Republican Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott did not allow Border Patrol agents to attempt to rescue the migrants. Did you? Are you hearing this? Mm-hmm. In other words, they're saying that Texas National Guard or whoever is being is representing the governor, right? Watched, let people drown, and stopped the feds mm-hmm. from rescuing them. Did you hear that? That's okay. exactly what they said. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the White House echoed, echoed, echoed. Sure, of course they did. As it turns out, oh, no. it was a lie. Now, a woman and and two children drowned. Right. But Border Patrol was nowhere around, mm-hmm. and there was no one holding Border Patrol back. Right. And there was nobody actually on the scene... They believe until about an hour after the event occurred. So a woman drowns with her kids here at this moment. Mm -hmm. All the, we'll just call them all security, are Mm -hmm. over here at this moment. Or over there. They're not here, they're there. Right. But the White House managed to put them together. This story and that story. And blame blame the Texas governor. uh, Blame all, that's bad, that's bad. You let people die. That'll be the message. But as it turns out, the story's not true. But that won't get put out as much. No, not nearly as much. Yeah. In fact, I think the the White House, that they, did, they didn't really want to backtrack, at least early on. Oh, of course not. I think it was Jackie Heinrich that was uh, asking Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, about wow. it. And uh, I think she kind of sidestepped it or whatever. Wow. But they didn't issue any official report or anything changing their initial story and what they had, you know, tweeted out. It's just, it's so aggravating. You use every opportunity. Lie and mislead in a very purposefully deceitful way. That's what this administration is doing and has been doing. Amazing. It's, it is interesting. Hmm. They won't get tough on crime in a lot of these areas. Right. You know, where you got George Soros-backed DAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoplifting is rampant. That affects everybody because it forces prices up or the store closes down and locals can't shop there. And a lot of locals, lower socioeconomic, don't have transportation to go run around to the malls in the suburbs. And then the local politicians complain, hey, why aren't you bringing stores in? Yeah. We've seen that in Gainesville. So they, they watch, look, the border wide open. Letting people in so the law doesn't matter, the law doesn't matter. But then in some cases, oh, they want to get super tough. Okay. You've got George Soros linked Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who won't really do anything about the incredible level of crime that's taking place in his district. But, oh my gosh, they will do everything they can to put this Daniel Penny in prison. A New York court has has denied Daniel Penny his request to drop involuntary manslaughter charges in connection with the death of Jordan Neely, a homeless man who threatened subway passengers before being subdued by the Marine veteran. You remember it now, right? Uh Penny, who's 25 years old, 
was charged in May of 23, the death of Neely after putting him in a chokehold on a New York City train, claiming the mentally ill man appeared to be on drugs and yelled threats like, I'm going to kill you. I'm prepared to go to jail for life, and I'm willing to die. I would take that serious. Penny wrestled him to the floor. Neely was pronounced dead at the scene. The medical examiner later ruled it a homicide due to his neck injuries. And the George Soros-linked Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg charged Penny with manslaughter. Mm. Now, look. (sighs) He had drugs in his system at the time. Neely did. Right. Did he really present a threat? Yeah, there were witnesses Mm -hmm. that... Agreed. That's what he said. I'm going to kill you. I'm prepared to go to jail. I'm willing to die. When somebody says that, and they're doing it in a very demonstrative way, in a very threatening way, both physically and verbally. Believe him. Well, what are you supposed to do? Excuse me, sir. You're being a little disruptive, and uh, we'd love it if you would just sit down, please. So a guy that we normally would call a hero uh-huh. subdues him. And yes, it's, unfortun- it's unfortunate that the guy died. Mm-hmm. He didn't deserve a death penalty there to be meted out. No. But I don't think that that was uh, Daniel Penny's intent. He was lit- no. trying to subdue the guy, stop a crazy guy from harming others. And he did that. Unfortunately, resulted in the guy's death. But there were drugs in his system. For one thing, that absolutely could have contributed mm-hmm. uh, to the drugs. And like I said, there were witnesses that also perceived this guy Neely to be a serious threat. And he had a long criminal history, including violence. But what did the lefties do? They find the nice little smiley picture of this guy who died mm-hmm. when he was doing a Michael Jackson impersonation or something. He was so entertaining. He was so friendly. He was so innocent. You know, it, it, come on, really? And he got attacked by this Marine? It's a shame that the guy died. Yes. I, but that, I would say that's accidental and yeah. that Daniel yeah. Penny behaved in a legitimately... Um, honest way in trying to subdue somebody who clearly presented a threat. Yeah. Clearly presented a threat, and then you're able to go back and say, yeah, the guy has the ability to be violent because, in fact, he's committed violent crimes. Mm-hmm. So we know that. And then you also know he's under the influence of some sort of these, what they call synthetic drugs. So, yes, was his behavior... Um, legitimately uh, creating fear amongst the people that were on that train? Absolutely. Absolutely. But you see, in Alvin Bragg's district, and the the problem is that George Soros has backed a lot of these DAs. Mm -hmm. So they're turning away from crime that's rising in a lot of major cities. They're, t- they're just turning away from it like it doesn't exist. Right. You know, oh, you got to steal at least $1,000 worth before we prosecute you, et cetera, et cetera. It's a revolving door. Well, how many times can a business take that? I don't care how big you are. Oh, we, we've seen major retailers move out of some of these areas, big stores. And, and when this story continues to circulate, which it has, um, what do you think the result will be? The result will be... People that normally would do things to defend themselves and others against somebody who is telling them they're about to commit a violent act and willing to die for it, willing to go to jail for it, now 
people will not react and truly innocent people will uh will have violent things happen to them so that's sad mm. yeah more chaos as you say and it's all intentional. It's exactly right. And oh, if you want to, yeah, pursue and uphold the law, you really you are capable of doing it. So you're purposefully turning away uh, from many crimes, but then you're over the top in prosecuting one where really there is, I don't think, a legitimate case to be made. No, it was an accident, a terrible accident. But they were definitely in fear, and so was Daniel Penny. 745 on the Bob Rose Show. There's a lot more to talk about coming up on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. The Sean Hannity Show. What about the thousands of Chinese nationals entering our southern border? Afternoons at 3. The top geopolitical foes, Iran, Russia, and China. Why are they being allowed into this country? On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. It's all about the propaganda. That's what it is. 7.50 on the Bob Rose Show. Ten minutes till 8 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Coming up at 8.05, Carl Zalek, Marion County Commissioner, will join us. But propaganda. I spoke about this, well, many times. Because if you want to learn about propaganda, you watch, you know, the rise of the Third Reich, Nazi Germany... How Hitler got to power and the power of propaganda itself, controlling the media, controlling the message. The left virtually controls the media. 90 percentile plus. And they do the bidding of this lefty Marxist government. And case in point just occurred the other day when Trump won Iowa. CNN and MSNBC refused to run his speech. That's unprecedented. Because they were afraid that he was going to tell you some untruths. The networks that couldn't help themselves talking about Russian collusion and the laptop is Russian disinformation. Perpetuated those lies day in and day out. I think some of those news organizations like CNN and MSNBC, it took them months and months and months to finally admit, for instance, that, well, maybe the Hunter Biden laptop is real. Really? You think so? So what are they doing by not running Trump? They're promoting and pushing their own propaganda. They're also telling you that we're smarter than you. You might not understand the message, so we will just cut the message off. The freedom of speech is at the very cornerstone and heart of our Constitution and number one as part of our Bill of Rights for a reason. And who else gets this? And and, and more should be speaking out, really? Everybody who's in a position to speak out in politics should hammer on CNN and MSNBC for what they have done or failed to do. Senator Marco Rubio, he jumped on board. He blasted the liberal networks that chose not to air Trump's full remarks following his historic victory from Monday's Iowa caucuses, linking them to state-run media from authoritarian regimes. Absolutely. But remember, 
they already used that authoritarian thing. They they pointed to Trump and called him authoritarian. And I know I've have lefty friends. Some of them are very intelligent. We're echoing and repeating that line that Trump's an authoritarian. I said, in what way? They couldn't answer me. Trump has ardently stood up for the freedom of speech. He has stood up for the Second Amendment. It's the left that wants to squash free speech, wants to kick conservatism off college campuses, and wants to take Americans' guns away from them after decades of saying, they're not going to take your guns. Oh, I get so tired. They're like rust. They never give up. Mm-hmm. They ne- it never stops. It's creep, creep, creep. So Rubio, who offered his endorsement to the former president ahead of the first GOP primary contest, appeared Wednesday on Hannity and sounded off on news organizations like MSNBP, uh, MSNBC, and CNN over their ideological snub. Yeah, it's more. It's more than just a snub. Mm-hmm. I know that they hate Trump. We, we get that. But emotion is not supposed to enter into just reporting the news. Now, if they're talking heads want to bash Trump, you know, all day and all night, well, you know, well, they do that. Mm-hmm. And they can. And they never lie. And they're protected to do that. They never lie. They never lie. Yeah. But, but to but not run his speech after he had, I mean... The biggest win ever, I think, by a candidate in Iowa. Easily. 51% of the vote. The next closest was, what, George W. at 41? And no one else was even close to that. So unprecedented what they did. Rubio calling them out. Everybody, all conservatives and Republicans need to jump on board. Got to let everyone know that these people cannot be trusted. 755 on the Bob Rose Show. Uh, Carl Zalek, Marion County Commissioner, up next on 97.3 The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. Secretary Austin's hospitalization was prostate cancer. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden. What a coward. As it happens. Stay the course. The state of our state is strong. The news station. A short-term spending bill. To prevent a government shutdown. It's a sellout. Boeing aircrafts are going to be grounded. An impeachment for Mayorkas. More news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once. On News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Hour number three already beginning. Wow, this day is flying by. It is 8.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. And your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. One of your top stories, U.S. conducting more airstrikes against Houthi anti-ship missile launchers uh, successfully. And we'll get into that in greater detail coming up. But first, Barry County Commissioner Carl Zalek joins us. Uh, good morning, Carl. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be here with you. Happy New Year, my friend. Same to while. you. Little little chilly start oh, to the yeah. to the day. Look, we've been talking about you know border issues and things like that on the show, and you've got something that I think hits home in Marion County because uh, we've been told, hey, uh, every town in the USA is now like a border town. Uh, Marion County included. Tell me about this recent arrest. Yeah, so on the 14th, uh, Marion County Sheriff's, uh, I think even one of your callers called in, you know, during the What's Bugging You to talk about the fact that we had these uh, two guys from Chilea 
undocumented immigrants from Chile. Uh, three counts of burglary, unoccupied uh, uh, convenience, five counts of fraudulent illegal use of credit cards, grand theft, the whole deal, man, and possession of stolen credit cards. Uh, ridiculous. You know, these guys started out back in December 28th, broke into some vehicles over at Cohajo Park off 35th Street. Uh, you know, property crimes uh, detectives at the East of Silver Springs Walmart Boulevard attempted to make to make it a purchase there. Uh, they didn't work. Uh, January 12th, they forcibly break into some other cars in another park um, outside of Silver Springs, uh, used and got, got some credit cards and then went to Best Buy. Uh, on the 14th, though, they made a mistake, and we had a great manager giving a shout-out to him at Best Buy. Right. Recognized these guys again, yep. making some big purchases. Something felt off. Something was weird. He calls the the, the uh, cops, and uh, they, we were able to come in and arrest them. But these guys don't belong in our town, as you said. The federal policies continue not to just fail Texas and, and the big-name states. But right here in our little town, you know, out in Ocala, that that shouldn't be one of these quote unquote border towns, as we were talking about earlier. Now becomes uh, where we have theft, undocumented workers, uh, all kinds of issues in our community, in our state parks, and in our community parks. These guys are going around checking vehicles, probably harassing the folks. And I mean, you know, how come we can't send these guys home? We arrest them. You know they're still out on. You know they could they could possibly be out on bond. Obviously they're not because they're undocumented and don't have any resources. But what kind of process do we really have as Americans that we are tolerating this kind of BS? And did they walk all the way from Chile? <laughs> yeah, I mean really. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Look, Marion County, um, they've got their share of immigrants. Let's let's uh, you know let's not oh, pretend course. that you know in the equestrian areas and stuff like that. These are people that truly, really come to work hard versus these two guys who are not clearly looking to work. They're looking right. to steal. That's different. Yeah. Right? And, it, of course, I mean, as you said, I mean, we have equestrian agriculture. Uh, of course, there's lots of immigrant. But there's a process to do that the right way, and law as enforcement, you talked about. Yeah, and law enforcement right. hasn't had major issues. No. No. So this is already stretching law enforcement even thinner when Marion County, I think landwise, is one of the largest counties in the state. It is. But not a budget that necessarily matches it per se. So yeah, it's always um yeah, it's it's work all the time. You know, one of the things that I, I do want to say is that the greatness of our community, the greatness of America really is inside of its people. You have managers like this that are mm-hmm. seeing things right. that are that are proactive if mm-hmm. you will and catching this stuff and that's what we have to do is is make sure first of all everybody lock your cars when you go out and in parks right. especially Don't make in all those easy. things. Don't make it easy. And secondly, you know, be vigilant. You see something off, call law enforcement, make a report about it. Um that's how we catch these guys and we can send their tails home. If you see something, say something. At least in Marion County, when people uh, when you, you know, commit a crime there'll be law enforcement follow-up and there'll be punishment in most That's cases right. so um yeah so it's good when take the pu- that crap the public somewhere else <laughs> one <laughs> exactly. of those sanctuary cities all right hey, wait, cold, wait a minute now <laughs> cold weather 
Salvation Army opening up uh, sheltering accommodations. Tell me about that. Yeah, so all through this weekend, um, you know, we'll have the shelter accommodations open. Obviously, we've had some cold weather, a couple cold snaps. Us Floridians are not necessarily uh, winterproof like Andy Reid in Kansas City with the frozen mustache. I mean, not everybody can tolerate that kind of weather. Uh, so, but for those that do need help, um, remember Salvation Army. The Center of Hope check-in time is 6 p.m., uh, and they serve hot dinner at 5. So just heads up to everybody if you need help, people, plants, uh, practice fire safety. You know, sometimes people start lighting fires because of that. You know, no, all let's, of those slow, things, let's slow you know? down on that one. People yes, may be using their fireplaces for the first time this season. That's correct. Squirrels, other things may oh, yeah. have created a habitat in there. Uh, that's going to smoke you out. That's going to be a possible problem on many levels. Mm-hmm. So really... Make sure you're prepared for all those things and, and look at things and have them thoroughly checked out if you have any questions before you light that fire. No doubt. Absolutely. Great great point. Squirrel? Nobody <laughs> likes animal abusers. Tell me uh, what Marion County is doing about so, it. So, I mean, of course, Bob, we talked about Molly's Law a long time ago, and um, but this is where we celebrate that animal abusery registry that we put into place because of her. She was obviously, uh, after Molly, the pit bull mix that suffered the be- that Terrible. brutal attack. I mean... Uh, in the hands of of just a monster, to be honest, um, you know this this public database that we put into place, uh, used by the citizens, citizens, veterinarians, animal adopters, to make sure that we're not taking an animal and placing them back in an abuser's home, or um, you know, again, fostering them out to someone that is on these registries that has a tendency um, or has a track record. I will say. Of, of abusing animals. And so we've put this in place. It's something that uh, animal folks around the state are trying to put in statewide so that we have more resources to make sure that our animals are safe. Uh, although Molly's no longer with us, um, she leaves behind that legacy of protecting other animals. No, that, that's great. And that way, and everybody has uh, access to that, right? I mean, yeah. if let's say you have a litter of puppies and and you say, hey, I want to make sure whoever's you know going to get these puppies Absolutely. that they're they're good people. Yep. All right, I love it. And in fact, you have a special going on about adoption. Yeah, throughout the month of January, if you purchase the fifteen dollar calendar for our animal rescue uh, rescuers, uh, you get a free adoption. Pretty cool, right? Wow. So what's yeah. on the calendar? Different animals? Yeah, it's our it's our firefighters and uh, and and all the rescue animals. It's oh, awesome. okay. Yeah. All right. Very yeah. neat. It's a great way for us just to give back and and for our firefighters to uh get involved in helping us you know make those forever homes great citizens in in marion county many of them like to be very active in the community and uh, this might be perfect for some it is the citizen academy it's time to get those applications in if you'd like to be part of this explain what it is one of the things that we really love is is you know so many of our residents, they come by and they ask me a few questions, and, and I always turn them on to the Citizens Academy. Uh, it's a place where we take our citizens a few hours once a week uh, through all the different things that we do, whether that's the county engineer, our utilities department, our solid waste department, our facilities. I mean, all the different things, IT, uh, the livestock pavilion. We've got over 27 different departments, uh, and we take them through that so that they can understand all the different things uh, from parks to our library systems about how these services work, how we really deliver those services to the people. And a lot of times they have some great ideas that we can actually make those services better. So we get some feedback both ways. Uh, 
a Citizens Alumni Academy is also free to residents. Uh, the program begins March 7th, runs every Thursday, 8 a.m. till noon, until the graduation ceremony in early June. So we you got some seats left, and if you want to check it out, go to marionfl.org, and we'd love to have you sign up and be a part of our community, uh, even in a more in-depth way. And this thing always fills up. It does. Spots are so, limited, so if you're thinking about it, um, make it now. happen. MarionFL.org for more information on on that and a lot of things. And how we appreciate uh, you always coming on the show. We always have a good time. Yes. So when we were up in Tallahassee yesterday uh, talking with our folks as they get ready to start the, the session. Um, We'll see how Governor DeSantis comes back after Iowa, of course, and and what session ends up really looking like as far as the budget. Uh, Lots of great things going on, and can't wait to see you next time. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it as well. Carl Zalek, Marion County Commissioner, appreciate it. It's 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Coming up, the showdown in Texas. We'll talk about that next on 97.3 The Sky. It's one thing to be like, I'm not very much a fan of your president. Now, 10 p.m. nights. But to be protesting to kill the Jews, who is you to be here on our college campuses? GTFO. On 97.3 The Sky. 822 on the Bob Rose Show. Good morning and welcome. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always Yes. One of your top stories, the U.S. conducting more airstrikes against Houthi anti-ship missile launches. That will continue near the Red Sea and Yemen. As the designation has been changed and the Houthis are now on a, on a terror list, but not to the degree and level that they were previously under the Trump administration. When Biden came in, he said, well, the Houthis aren't terrorists. So they eliminated that. Ha <laughs> ha. Clearly, they've proven him wrong. Yeah. But instead of going to a full designation, they're going to terrorist light. And in essence, what that means is they won't be cut off from international banking. So, so the does, funding will continue. So what's it really do then? They've just Nothing. Gotta... <sighs> doesn't do anything. Oh, man. I mean, maybe makes some people feel better that they go, yeah, we told you they're terrorists. I mean, it doesn't matter. You've got to cut off the funding. I mean, that's the easiest mechanism. That doesn't require anything. And it's not like you made it up. It's like, no, the previous administration knew they were. Even the U.N. has, uh, uh, you know, wrote uh, a strong statement about the Uthies. All right? The U.N. If you can believe that. Hey, um, I didn't spend much time on this one, and I kind of missed an opportunity because... You know, we get enough doom and gloom and bad news. Yeah. When something really cool happens, like a chick flies jets for the Air Force yeah. and then becomes Miss America, that's kind of cool. That's very cool. And you cool. know when I say things like chicks and dames and broads. You mean in the best possible way. Of course. Yes. Madison Marsh, 22, became the first active duty Air Force officer to be named Miss America. Wow. Yep, she wow. said, I am excited to represent women who can break stereotypes. She's a second lieutenant in the Air Force, pursuing a master's degree. At 22? Yep, she said, you can Ooh. achieve anything. The sky is not the limit. 
Oh, I see what you did there. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. So um, she also spoke about, in the competition, uh, her mother's 2018 death from pancreatic cancer, and that motivated her to start the Whitney Marsh Foundation to raise money for pancreatic cancer research and pursue a career in cancer research and public policy. That her master's degree Hmm. will be in public policy. Wow. So I, I just think that's... I love it. Oh, and actually, even better, I just got this part. Uh, she's actually a real woman. You're kidding. No. I mean, like, original equipment. They're going to want to study her. Original equipment and everything. The last yeah. real woman. Yeah. To ever be, yeah, ever get the, the gig. Isn't that cool? The Omega woman, we'll call her. <laughs> Dated reference, remember? Omega man? Yes. Charlton Heston? Uh-huh. All right. What else we got going on here? Oh, oh former President Trump uh, in a recent poll. It just came out. Yeah. New Hampshire, he's uh, up by 16 points over Nikki Haley. And remember, that primary in New Hampshire is open. So you get all kinds of folks with all oh, kinds of agendas yeah. voting in that. If Trump yeah. still has that kind of commanding lead, uh, that says something. And it wouldn't bode well, I don't think, for Nikki Haley as they head to South Carolina after that, her home state. Mm. Is this going to be another beatdown in a home state by a candidate from former President Trump? It Well, we'll see. And it looks like uh, Governor DeSantis' team, they're already kind of moving on ahead there as well to kind of get a head start. Yeah, they're they're pushing a lot of their people to South Carolina, kind of giving up on New Hampshire. And yes, he does not have a good showing in these... And these polls, not not good at all. But, well, first of all, let me let me take a step back. How much further in the process do these two candidates need to go to realize Trump is the guy? Yeah. And are they are they going to do damage? Because the Republicans are going to need all of their resources. Mm-hmm. They need to all pull in one direction. I say that regardless of who we would be talking about right now. Absolutely. It yeah. is time for them to come together, to band together, uh, to support the candidate that clearly is way ahead. And like I said, they're going to need all of their resources because the left is going to employ all their resources. Mm-hmm. And that includes 90% of the media. So I, I've said it before. I'll use this analogy again. Republicans versus Democrats in a baseball game, okay? Mm -hmm. When a Republican comes up to bat, the media already says they have two strikes. Wow. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Imagine how hard. But now, you know, a Major League Baseball player is lucky to get three hits out of ten attempts. Imagine if you started with two strikes. That's what the Republicans are up against. And if Nikki Haley and, and, and our governor doesn't see what the future holds if a Republican doesn't win, oh, wow. that is frightening. It's Can you scary. imagine? Mm. But they're stealing like all these lines. Like, we're the ones that should be concerned, scared, afraid, or whatever of the future with Biden. You've got the vice president going on The View saying she's really scared if Trump gets another. Oh, my goodness. Yep. 828 on the Bob Rose Show.
Greg Cassidy is here. It is Thursday. The weekend's coming, and you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move. We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. Every candidate. we got to support Israel. In word and in deed, in public and in private. These fellas don't know how to talk about abortion. I said we'd invest in all of America. Your election headquarters. We're leading by so much. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. The Sky, Glenn Beck, right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's talk leader. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Happy, happy Friday Eve, otherwise known as Thursday. We'll take it. Let's keep you pumped up. Upbeat. Fun. Entertaining. We'll get to all that. First, we have a show to do. It's uh, it's eight thirty four. Thank you for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Morning, Greg. Good morning. One of the top stories: U.S. conducts more airstrikes against Houthi anti-ship uh, missile launchers. Also, Pakistan uh, firing back from missiles that were sent their way from former Pakistani uh, terrorists who are now living. In Iran. Hmm. But yet, when Pakistan attacked these sites, and they said they killed some terrorists, they said, but they also, you know, appreciate the sovereignty of Iran and their nation, but they have to protect their own people. Wow. Think about if America did that. Imagine putting Americans first. That's, wow, that'll never work. No. No. So you got that going on. Um. Greg, you'd mentioned this to me, but I, I think it was off the air about the passenger that was stuck in the airplane. Oh uh, yeah, right. Uh, he, was, he was flying Spice Jet. Yes, what a name for an airline. Huh? Can I say was that Spice Curry? It could have been. Am I allowed to say that? Well, it was a uh, yeah guy on, from India, right? Yeah, the country. Is, yeah, that's their their airline over there. He's flushed with anger. The New York Post says. <laughs> wow. Did they flushed really? with that? Yeah. Wow. They'd probably steal that from you. He was trapped inside the bathroom for almost the duration of an entire flight, yeah. and then he complained now that he was hurt during the landing and wasn't and didn't receive any medical help. Now they did slide a note under the door before landing, just telling them to have a seat and buckle up. Seat. Well, it's probably not a seatbelt in there, but they did uh, say, "Don't panic." That's one of the things they put on the note. The unnamed 37-year-old software techie spent yes. nearly 100 minutes confined to the Indian budget airline's commode on a flight uh, from Mumbai. Newly emerged video shows uh, he was trying to open the door while sitting on the commode in the cramped toilet. The handle is seen moving as a crew member tries to open the door. I was traumatized, dazed, and injured as I was thrown around inside the toilet. I'll bet. As the plane landed, uh, there was no medical assistance at all. Wow. Now, he said the Spice Jet did offer him a voucher, which would be the equivalent of about 60 bucks. Uh, but he turned that down. He said, no, I think I'll do the lawsuit thing instead. Hmm. And he filed a complaint. Yeah. I, I, Sir, we tried our best to open the door. This yep. is this is a note they slid under there. Okay. Uh, however, 
we could not open. Do not panic. We are landing in a few minutes, so please close the commode lid yeah. and sit on it. Potsy. Ralph. Ralph. Potsy. Potsy. Yeah. I saw that one coming. <laughs> that is funny, though. It's it, not funny when it's you. I mean, seriously, it was almost yeah, 145 or an hour and 45-minute flight, and uh, he apparently got in there very soon after they were at uh, whatever altitude they had to be and, and stayed. So I, I'd, be, uh, I'd be a little ticked. And the note ended with, do not panic. That's encouraging, isn't it? It's similar to <laughs> saying, now calm down. Oh. Now just calm down. Like when your wife's really upset, that, that and works, And if you do right? that at the same time, you also kind of like pet her. Oh, that. Follow me for more send, tips that could lead to Send a, those cards and letters to Bob Rose. What is he? Gun grabbers. The gun grabbers are at it again. They're everywhere. Pennsylvania House Democrats advanced an assault weapons ban. Oh, brother. Here we mm-hmm. go. Okay. And a ban on the purchase possession and sale of non-serialized gun parts the democrats also advanced legislation to prohibit accelerated trigger activators which increase the rate of gunfire and a bill to subject 3d printed firearms to the same regulations as standard firearms all four bills were advanced in the house judiciary committee they only have a uh, slim chance of surviving Pennsylvania's Republican-controlled Senate Good. if they manage to pass in the evenly split House. Uh, the NRA noted until a special election is held in February, the House partisan divides deadlocked 101 to 101. They can pass bills in committee where they have stacked a vote, but few of these mm. bad ideas gain traction on the floor. In addition, the partisan bills haven't generated any interest in the Republican-controlled Senate. There's not a single Republican sponsor on any of those bills. So my news. point there is, if not for Republicans, mm-hmm. they would run roughshod, and they would be much more successful in taking away our guns and our ability to protect ourselves. Shows the importance of those, uh, you know, not just the presidential election, but everything down from there is important even at the state level. Uh, from the file, um, I was told not to hate, but I hate him anyway. Yeah? Yeah, Secretary Mayorkas. Uh, okay. That little slimy rodent. Oh, yeah. Um, listen to what he's doing now. He's refusing to appear before a House Homeland Security Committee. This time it would have been alongside... Uh, angel moms who've lost their children to illegal alien crime as well as fentanyl poisoning. Now, why wouldn't he want to appear? It's obvious. He's got blood all over his hands. He's played his role to defend this open border stuff first in denial. We don't have a crisis at the border. Oh, uh, we just need more money and more manpower. No. Right. Under this administration, you're doing the work of the devil, Mayorkas. You are doing the work of the devil. Um, Yeah, they revealed that Mayorkas had turned down a chance to appear before the committee at his January 18th hearing. Yeah, he doesn't want to appear with these uh, angel moms. kidding? No, he wouldn't want to. Who lost family members because of the open southwest border. And yes, uh, so he has a huge role. He's played in that uh he's a liar yeah 
and he can't be trusted, but you can't trust anybody in the Biden administration. They really are bad news. And when it comes to the border, I mean, it is a pristine example of what they're about. They lie to the American people about the border. Oh, they they lied about it recently, about the drowning of a woman and her kids. Mm -hmm. They said that uh, the Texas authorities or the National Guard, at the behest of the the governor there, Abbott, uh, prevented Border Patrol from rescuing her. Prevented. Mm -hmm. Like they blocked it. Well, they said it. It must be true. Well, no. It turns out that was absolutely untrue. And that there was nobody of authority nearby until about an hour after they had already drowned. So it never happened the way they initially said it. But the White House didn't wait. No. They immediately, uh, you know, put that out again to make Governor Abbott look bad. Mm-hmm. And and because of, yeah, clearly uh, the partisan. Well, it's, partisan a, it's a good thing they got little KJP there because, you know, she gets out there and she's going to tell the truth and, you know, make sure that the press knows what's really going on with the administration. Well, we know that, you know, the truth and Corinne Jean-Pierre <laughs> may have never actually met. Well, they're pro- and they're never, the, you've never seen them in the same room at the same time. Jackie Heinrich from Fox News uh, called her out. Oh, she took Jean-Pierre to task for lying about Republicans voting to cut funding for the Border Patrol, a lie that earned three Pinocchios from even the left-of-center Washington Post. And that is transparently false to anyone who understands that border security is the issue lately for Republican politicians in the Trump era. Heinrich also confronted Jean-Pierre about lying about Texas law enforcement agents supposedly obstructing Border Patrol agents and preventing them from rescuing three migrants from drowning. There you go. In reality, the migrants had already drowned, like I said, an hour before. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre delivered an unusually dense slew of lies on Tuesday (laughs) during an audio-only press briefing, lying about everything from the U.S.-Texas border to the number of police officers killed on January 6th, which we Uh know was zero. Unreal. Jean-Pierre claimed falsely that the Texas military department interfered with the U.S. Border Patrol agents as they attempted to rescue a migrant family from drowning. The story had already been disavowed by the U.S. Department of Justice and the governor of Texas. They don't care. The White House press secretaries are known to stretch the truth, but Jean-Pierre's latest performance was unusually disingenuous. She tried to claim that she had not lied about either the Republican voting record or about the migrants who drowned. After all, she said, there were still likely migrants, maybe not these specific ones, in the river when the Border Patrol agents arrived. What? That's crazy. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Kevin, you're on the air. Uh, Don't forget, Bob, uh, the border agents also whipped the migrants when they were on horseback. Thanks. That, yeah. What a great point to make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember that story? Yep. They were whipping them, they were whipping them, oh, yeah. and the White House reacted right away. Yeah, the Border Patrol, bad, bad immigrants just t- trying a better life. They don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. Turns out it absolutely was not true. They weren't whipping anyone. No. So, oh. yeah, that's the Biden administration. And they, the fact that they keep repeating the same stories... Is what and makes same it lies. The same, yeah, exactly. The same lies over and over. I mean, Biden does it all the time. 
crazy. And what is that called, folks? That's called propaganda. Propaganda. The left owns it. You better believe it. I mean, don't believe the propaganda. Oh, no, no. But you better believe what I just said. Yeah, what Bob said. It's 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The weekend, it's coming. Happy Thursday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. The Democrat Party has been the breeding ground of anti-American hate for a long, long time. Six weeknights. Turning one group of Americans against another group of Americans. On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. Happy Thursday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Morning, Greg. Good morning. It is 8.50, 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. It's a chilly start to your morning. Once again, be prepared for that. Uh, top story, U.S. conducting more airstrikes against Houthi anti-ship missile uh, launches. Yep, and it seems like Pakistan, well, they're answering back to um, missiles being fired at them from terrorists that came initially from Pakistan, and they're in Iran. Hmm. So does Iran not control all of their own territory? They can set up these bases and train and fire missiles? Huh. Interesting, isn't it? Okay. This just in. We may have a possible replacement should Joe Biden decide to drop out of the race. And I will give you a hint. Yes. Then that would be... Devo. Whip it good. Just whip it. Governor Whitmer. My favorite dominatrix. <laughs> well, she, you got to have a favorite. Well, she's my favorite because I don't know anybody else. She's your only. Yeah, she's number one. And I have no idea if she has a proclivity toward that, but yeah, I will say she that's has the, the image that I get when I first saw yes. her. Way back when. You're like, and she know. likes to yeah. wear either leather or maybe it's a latex type thing or whatever, but I'm telling We're you. Judging. Yeah, well, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, if you want a dominatrix in the White House... <laughs> That's her. Yeah. He's your gal. Listen to this. Okay. Uh, New York Post reporting this. Politician seen as a potential replacement for Joe Biden taking another somewhat speedy step into the national stage. Apparently, she's inked a deal uh, for seven figures or more, so you're talking million dollars plus, right? Oh. To write a book. Oh, my goodness. And do you know how it works? Got to write a book before you can run for president. It's a prerequisite. Got to do it. Didn't Chris Christie do it? Didn't think he was one of those? I mean, it seems to be. The, Did he do it? It seems to be the thing. Did anybody care? Well, that's a different story. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this thing could come out as soon as June. Well, that wouldn't be much time, would it? That's close. You think they're really thinking that that's a possibility? I just don't see that's that. That's too soon. Um, too, too close. Too, yeah. yeah, too close. Too close. I would yeah. think, I would think, but I don't know. From June mm-hmm. till November, I guess anything's possible. Yeah, yeah, she signed a big deal with Simon and Schuster. And um, Whitmer's deal comes as her name is being mentioned more and more as a top tier contender hmm. uh, for presidential nomination. Well, in 2028, it's been talked about, but they say. Or earlier, if President Biden's health rapidly declines. Now, this is somebody who's supposed to be well-connected and sort of an insider. But again, that's somebody who doesn't want to be identified. 
Yeah. There's people who would absolutely pave the way for Gretchen to land in the Oval Office uh, in either a presidential or VP role, according to the source, should something happen uh, to Biden. Before launching um, hmm. uh, his own White House run, Representative Dean Phillips, Democrat out of uh, Minnesota, said he would like to see Whitmer or another moderate governor, <laughs> moderate. hopefully from the uh, heartland, challenge Biden, 81. Hmm. She's 52, and she served as co-chair to Biden and said she supports the president. He's got a lot of people around him that quote-unquote, air quotes here, support him. Uh But she put out a little kind of an Instagram thing. We're going to fight like hell. Yeah. Mm. Or continue the Biden administration would be kind of like fighting for hell. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Hell is for citizens. I think Pat Benatar should have wrote that song. Yeah. Hell is for American citizens. Mm Mm-hmm. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Lars from Mars, you're on. Uh, Bob, where is celebrity death match when you really need it? Harris and Whitmer. I mean, I'd pay good money to see that one. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, not today. No. <laughs> no. I always say if yeah. you're going to whip me, at least tie me up first. Make it worth my time. But, uh, yeah, Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, one of the other things she said in her little uh, Instagram or whatever it was, yeah. you know, her post uh, saying, yeah, we're going to fight like hell, fight like hell. She repeated that over and over again. She also said she's going to fight uh, for Michigan's freedom. From what? For uh, She is the one who was hardcore lockdown queen. Absolutely. So I just thought that was hilarious That's that she, ta- she talks about freedom the way Governor DeSantis does it. Mm-hmm. The only difference is... He actually did provide Floridians with freedom. Yeah. Uh, and Governor Whitmer, <laughs> not even close. Um, but what they call her is um, she's a less glossy and annoying possible candidate compared to <laughs> Mr. Perfect Hair. I don't know. That's Every, interesting. Outfits are pretty glossy, just saying. That's what I was you know, thinking. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think they should rephrase that. Yeah. Now, her hair may not be as nice as his, but, you know. But it's not bad it's either. Not bad, but he's got some hair going on there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. And I'm sure he pays a pretty penny to keep it pretty. What if he used to get his hair done at the same place Pelosi did during COVID? Just hmm. asking for a friend. It's right behind the corner, right around the corner from the French See. laundromat. You know, I never understood that name for a restaurant i just you know i don't know either that's odd hmm i don't know what goes on in a french laundromat i've never never been to one but apparently there's something going on there Mm Hmm. yeah it's california (laughs) who knows i like spain i like france go to the laundromat and wash those underpants Where's, where's law enforcement when you need them? Take this guy away, will you? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Can you tell the 9 o'clock stretch is coming up? You better believe it. It is 8.56 on the Bob Rose Show, and we're going to have Art Forgie uh, in the hot seat next on 97.3 The Sky. Hang on. Here's what's trending now. 
on the sky. The people have spoken. It would be so nice if we could come together. The news that's trending. The people in Iowa see what the American people uh, see as well. We went from stable prices to record inflation. The news that's now. Strike against the Iran-boxed Houthi rebels. Fannie Willis facing misconduct allegations. Bitter cold dead Teslas around the Chicago area. We got a bunch of dead robots out here. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it now. Need to know. It's the worst illegal immigration in our nation's history. Calling for the genocide of Jews. Let's continue to make Florida the envy of the nation. You need the sky. Download the Odyssey app. Everywhere. I can get all my news. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Welcome to it, my friends. Nine o'clock stretch in progress. Happy Thursday or Friday Eve, as we like to refer to it as occasionally. It is 9.06 and your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. One of your top stories, U.S. conducting more airstrikes against Houthis and their missile launchers. Details on that coming up. But first, Art Forge, spokesperson for the Alachua County Sheriff's Office in the house. Morning, Art. How you doing? Good morning, Bob. Greg, thanks for having me here today. Uh, the only reason we invited you in is because you told us you had breaking news. So what do you got? I do. I have some uh, some hot off the press. Right. Uh, we had a, a homicide back on September the 17th in Cynthia Chestnut Park. Uh, Johnny Walker was murdered uh, on a Sunday afternoon there. Uh, the next morning, deputies saw his uh, stolen car. Uh, ended up pitting it to get it stopped and arrested Javon Barkley on some uh, other charges. Mm. Uh, grand jury yesterday evening returned a uh, an indictment on Mr. Barkley for first-degree murder. Uh, he's been in custody since that. Uh, we took him into custody on September the 18th. So he's been in custody since, but now the uh, grand jury has indicted him on first-degree murder. Um among other charges, but uh, hot off the press, uh, just just uh, happened yesterday evening. So we don't have to worry about him uh, bonding out. This guy's going to be there. He's he's going to be there a while. He uh, was not able to bond out on any of the uh, the other charges, which that, I'm sure carried a lower right bond. right. Okay, so, uh, you know he's been there ever since. Yeah, first degree murder, pretty serious. Yes, yes, yeah, doesn't get much more serious. That's, All right, that's about as serious as you can get. Um. Tax season is here, and lots of people can't wait for that check. And some people are going to keep looking in their mailbox, and it's not going to be there because of scams, not just stealing the checks themselves, but other scams relating to people who are going to come in contact with some some money soon, possibly. Uh, what's law enforcement's take? Yeah, they're, they uh, every year, this time of the year, we see uh, people reporting where their uh, taxes were already filed because they lost their Social Security number or it was compromised. Um, we'll start seeing false links in emails uh, mm. purported to be from the IRS. Yeah, they'll look official. Uh, phone Be careful. calls, uh, regular mail. The IRS uh, will initiate most contacts with taxpayers through the U.S. mail. And I can verify this. I was uh, I was one of the lucky ones to randomly be selected and have my identity confirmed by the IRS oh, thank okay. you this year. So uh, I appreciate their hard work and due diligence in doing that. But um, like like I say, they will reach out through the mail to you and uh, give you ways to confirm that it is legitimate. 
yeah, be very, very wary of anybody trying to do business uh, over the phone. Yeah, that's uh, that is a great, great bit of advice there. Don't just don't do it if you can keep from it. Don't exchange any sensitive information. And people are very, very cunning and 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 very sneaky. Look, these are bad guys. They lay awake all night thinking of ways they can scam people. So you got to be uh, on top of it. Yeah, and and we all have our pictures on the. Uh, on the internet on our website somewhere and with artificial intelligence now we can recreate voices and we can use internet phone numbers and uh you know the scamming is just going to get more prevalent so, yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately just, just you're right up. yep florida legislative session in full swing oh are they meeting in the villages they are <laughs> all bad jokes sorry um no, they're they're meeting, and there's a Florida Sheriff's Association uh, that's part of the priorities, but go ahead. Yeah, the Florida Sheriff's Association, every legislative session has a list of priorities that they want to see passed, and, and I just pulled out a couple of them to uh, give to you because I figured you'd be interested in them. But one has to do with juvenile gun control, and it's a, it's a bill that's um, aimed at juveniles that possess or commit violent crimes with a gun so that judges can hold them longer and um, provide additional options uh, that they don't currently have. So uh, the Florida Sheriff's Association is supporting that bill. It's a good bill. Um, We'd like to see it get through. It's a uh, one that we're monitoring. Another one is the uh, officer's mental wellness, uh, which we know the the job can be taxing, and uh, we're not uh, immune from from having uh, mental health issues, so that's one of the uh, toughest gigs there is. Yeah, it uh, takes money from the op- opioid settlement trust hmm. and provides it for wellness and uh, support services for first responders who experience trauma associated with op- opioid related emergency events. So uh, another good bill that uh, yeah you know, we would like to see get passed and and put through. Well, look, we we know that mental health has been underfunded in general, uh, and we also know the needs of law enforcement are greater than the average person. So, yeah, this this makes a lot of sense on several different levels. So we'll see how that proceeds. Yeah, and the funding source is, is there, so uh, it's a win-win. You know, what you think would be an easy gig, turns out it's not. Knocking on doors and serving warrants and stuff like that, uh, turns out can be extremely dangerous. Yeah, I just wanted to... Uh shine a little bit of a light on our warrants investigators we have a uh, a a section there at the sheriff's office that that's all they do all day long uh is serve warrants and they're also a part of the u.s marshals uh florida regional fugitive task force which allows them to uh go within other counties and assist other counties other counties to come and assist us and provide some uh, uh intelligence and some equipment to them that make their jobs easier but mm. yeah they have a tough job they're they're going to people's homes usually before the the sun comes up knocking on the doors not a uh you know not a uh job that most people are willing to do but they do it on a day daily basis and they have, are very good at it special olympics uh public's light the torch for the athletes coming up tell me about that well i'm gonna i'm gonna get a plug in here for sheriff ganey okay Uh, our own sheriff ganey is the state executive committee chair of the florida special olympics so uh something near and dear to his heart um we we support 
the Special Olympics here at the Alachua County Sheriff's Office. And right now, uh, going started January the 12th and runs through the 21st, you can donate at your local Publix and receive $25 in, uh, over $25 in coupon savings for donating to the Special Olympics as uh, you do your grocery shopping they'll ask you at the checkout time so uh let's help these athletes yeah. uh you know make it to the special olympics and get them some attention and uh you know some funding that they need it's if if you've ever been around it it's it will touch your heart something you're never going to forget and um just a great program yeah and an opportunity for people who ordinarily wouldn't get to necessarily have a great time and and compete to this level so that's uh yeah, that's a good thing. Stolen gun totals, I'm afraid to even ask. People are not locking their vehicles. Some are leaving their firearms in there. Tell me about it. Had 135 guns stolen last year, wow. instances of stolen guns. And uh, believe it or not, 59 of those instances came from vehicles. Uh, only 14 were from uh, burglaries of uh, people's homes right. and stuff. So it just goes to show you the epidemic of stolen guns out there that are coming from vehicles, most of the time unlocked. So uh, great reminder to lock up your your vehicle and take your gun with you. It does you no good if it's in the car and you're not. Look, we, we've got some great, um, you know, folks that sell guns in this community that would be more than happy to sell you a device where you can uh, lock uh, your gun up at least if you have to leave it in your vehicle and uh, a safe box so to speak and then you guys still have job openings right we do we do when we uh for for three different positions now for uh, uh deputies detention officers and our telecommunicators we're offering an eight thousand dollar sign-on bonus and so, what's the link for that greg okay. what no oh, no, yeah. no okay right. all right so how do they get in contact real quick um there you go folks some great opportunities art forgy spokesperson for the alachua county sheriff's office thank you sir thanks for having me i appreciate being here and i appreciate your support for law enforcement you got it stay safe stay warm coming up in about 30 minutes, things that make you smile, upbeat, positive thoughts, more headlines on the way as well. You're listening to 97.3, The Sky. Sean Hannity. All bets are off. Three weekdays. Whatever they have to do to protect themselves, the Israelis will do. They are prepared to deal with Iran. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Good morning and welcome. Happy Thursday. It is 921. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's a Bob Rose show. Greg Cassidy is here. And you know you can follow the sky and never miss a minute of our show with just one click. The sky 973.com slash follow or on the Odyssey app. You'll get the Bob Rose Show podcast and you won't miss a single minute of the show. Nice. Good deal. All right. Uh, Pennsylvania trying to push gun control within their state house. It's not going to go anywhere, but the reminder here is the left will never stop trying to disarm Americans. Texas defying the Biden administration. Yeah, this is the showdown at Eagle Pass. The showdown at Shelby Park. That's better than the OK Corral. Uh, could, well, 
So it doesn't turn out like that. Uh, As of Wednesday afternoon, Army National Guard soldiers remain posted at temporary gates erected at the entrance uh, to a city-owned park along the Rio Grande. The park was seized by order of Texas Governor Greg Abbott and closed off to Border Patrol agents unless their entrance into the area is first coordinated with state law enforcement and the Texas Military Department. And the state so far appears to be standing firm as a Biden administration's deadline for end of the day uh, that came and went yesterday. So we'll see what happens now. I understand that uh, Ken Paxton, the attorney general for the state of Texas, has written another letter back to DHS. And uh, we'll see where they, where this goes. Um, But I can tell you, if you think the White House is going to play fair on any issue that involves the border, you got another thing coming. And already, already, they have, well, I guess you could call it, they've done harm to Governor Abbott um, by spreading lies. There was a, a migrant, a woman, her two kids, apparently drowned in the Rio Grande. Uh, when the story came out, they were saying the White House didn't wait for really any details. They said, oh, the Texas authorities blocked the Border Patrol's ability to rescue those migrants who were drowning. Now, that sounds horrendous, doesn't it? Like, what are you doing? Um, as much as we don't want uh, maybe the immigrants, we certainly don't want loss of life. But that's not what happened. Yes, there was loss of life, and yes, it's awful. But nobody was around to rescue anybody at that time. The Border Patrol was not on site, neither were the Texas authorities. It happened an hour before anybody got there. An hour. But the White House didn't wait for the entire story to come out. They didn't wait for the truth to come out because an untruth was far more valuable to promote their agenda, far more valuable to try to hurt uh, conservatives, Republicans, like Governor Abbott. Try to hurt them by promoting a lie. And then when it turns out everybody now knows the lie is exposed, then all of a sudden the media is very quiet on it. And the White House did not, as far as I know as of yesterday, attempt to uh, change their story. They didn't put out anything official that I'm aware of. And in maybe a related story, an Angel family has filed a lawsuit against President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security and HHS for uh, their releasing into the United States an illegal alien MS-13 gang member who's charged with murdering their loved one, 20-year-old Kayla Hamilton. Breitbart News was reporting on this. Hamilton was strangled to death and raped July of 2022, allegedly by an illegal alien MS-13 gang member who had been recently released into the U.S. interior as an unaccompanied alien child, Mm -hmm. despite being an MS-13 gang member. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow. This week, Angel mom Tammy Nobles and Brian Claypool, her attorney, announced a $100 million wrongful death lawsuit against Biden's DHS and HHS for freeing into the U.S. the illegal alien MS-13 gang member. That's what happens yeah. when you have un, 
secured borders. In this case, it was actually released into the interior. So you think any background was really done? Are they not getting the very visible tattoos that they used to get, identifying them as gang members? It's possible, you know, kind of going undercover, if you will. So, yeah, does the government have some sort of responsibility to try to keep us safe? Yeah, that's what a border's all about. But that's what we thought it was all about. Now, with the Biden administration, hmm, I guess we're learning that borders are bad. Yeah. Hmm. No, sorry. Sorry, that brainwashing is not going to work on me. But we do need some more money for the uh, Ukrainian border. Well, speaking of that. Yeah. Speaking of that, Speaker mm-hmm. Mike Johnson. Yeah. Once again, rejected a deal to fund Biden's continued border operations, coupled with tens of billions in foreign aid on Wednesday. Johnson had shot down a deal on Saturday, uh, tweeting absolutely not after details emerged of a draft deal crafted by Senate negotiators. We're not playing politics at this, Johnson said. Uh, We're demanding real, transformative policy change because that's what the American people need and deserve. And they're demanding as well. Yeah, The Biden administration, they're not going to be honest players in these negotiations. Not a bit. And Mike Johnson seems smart enough to not be a sucker. Don't get get lulled into it. Mm -hmm. Don't believe them. They're all liars. You can't believe those Democrats. Who are you going to negotiate with? You know, you call it a good faith negotiation. Do you have faith in them being honest brokers in any way, shape, or form? I don't. It's 928 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't go anywhere. Coming up in about 15 minutes, things that make you smile. It's always nice to listen to, and you can contribute, of course. That's all coming up on 97.3 The Sky. Our ultimate retribution is success. DeSantis. He said he was going to drain the swamp. He did not deliver that. Haley. If we support Ukraine, that's only 3.5% of our defense budget. Sleepy Joe. You have to ban assault weapons. I did it once before, and I'm going to come back again and do it. The Sky is the station for election 2024. It is one of the most unbelievable election cycles I have ever witnessed. The latest breaking news. This is a critical moment. I'm leading Biden in all of the polls. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. That bite, he's getting old, man. It's the same old story. In with the new. I have news for everybody. On the border. 2024 election. It's real. Inflation. The news station. All you need to know. 24-7. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. 936 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And reminder, get the Bob Rose Show on your Alexa. First thing in the morning, you can catch up on the latest news. When you get up, just tell your smart speaker... Play 97.3 The Sky. It's that easy. One of your top stories today, U.S. conducts more airstrikes against Houthi anti-ship missile launchers. The Houthis still managed to hit a Greek-owned cargo ship with a missile, causing minor damage and forcing it to divert away from the Suez Canal. We're not looking for a war. We're not looking to expand this. The Houthis have a choice to make, and they still have time to make the right choice, which is to stop these reckless attacks. That coming from John Kirby. Do the Houthis have a choice? Are they operating independently? You'd have to be a fool to believe that. Now, they operate 
under the orders of Iran. How would we know that? Because we know Iran is who finances their little uh, uh, proxy troublemakers. All right? They're little proxy murderers. Yeah. Oh, which, by the way, the Houthis, yeah, they got on the terrorist light list. And what I mean by that is Joe Biden took them off the terrorist list when he got into office. Now they clearly are acting like terrorists, but they don't want to take the full step of being a foreign terrorist organization, the FTO. They won't go that far. And here's the difference. This terrorist light kind of moniker that they're giving them still allows the Houthis to do banking, international banking. So you're still allowing them to get a paycheck when clearly, with a stroke of a pen, you could designate them as a foreign terrorist organization, which they are, and at least make it more difficult for them to get paid, for the money to change hands. Yeah. When you say, oh, yeah. The Houthis have a choice to make. They're doing this for the money. Yeah, a few of them are hardcore uh, ideologues. Yeah, a few. Most of them are doing it for a paycheck. They're like soldiers of mercy working for Iran. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. A peasant with a pitchfork here on the air. Yeah, good morning, Bob. Uh, Concerning all this stuff going on over there, the the attacks on the Houthis and Iran uh, attacking Pakistan, which is a nuclear power, it looks like, and, and Pakistan uh, attacking Iran last night, it, it's starting to look like World War III uh, coming into fruition here with uh, Iran, I mean, with China and Russia in the background. It, we already got one superpower, nuclear power involved. That's us, the United States. It, there's nothing stopping other nuclear powers from getting involved. And it, the craziest thing about it is all of it seems to stem from Netanyahu not defending his border on October 7th. If, if he would have just defended his I mean, border, is that, has that been confirmed that that's the case, that they purposefully let down their guard? I, I didn't say he purposely did. I'm just saying he didn't defend his border. They did not defend their border. That's a fact. You know? Well, I, I mean, the attack was successful. That doesn't mean there wasn't any border defense, but they didn't successfully. You're, you're right, I guess. They didn't successfully defend the border. Um, but then again, I guess they didn't have the scenario. Hey, they're going to fly these ultralights in. Yeah, there was. There, it, I mean, it came from all sides. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and I, it, it didn't all stem from from that. This this what's going on now? What are you telling me? The Houthis just started up, right? Right after uh, you know the attack on Israel. No. It's all an excuse. They've been around no. for a long time. Hezbollah's no. been around for a long time. We know that. Uh, Iran's been looking uh, for trouble for a long time. They're looking to get a nuclear weapon. Here's what's happened, though. If you want to get to the heart of the matter, you've got to look at Joe Biden and his administration. All the things they've done to alienate the partners that Trump developed, strong partners in the Arab world, in the Middle East. The Abraham Accords were huge. The Arab nation signed off on saying that Israel has the right to exist. And that is huge. But the lefty media didn't want to talk about it because it was a feather in Trump's cap. It's the Biden administration that has rubbed the Saudis the wrong way and created some friction and problems there. 
They also kiss the butt of Iran. Under the Obama administration sending them a bunch of money, under the Biden administration sending them a bunch of money, trying to do a bad nuclear deal with them. Uh, Clearly, the Houthis are paid by Iran, but yet we won't do anything against Iran. So, yeah, who are our partners? Who will help us? Israel, ally, yeah, Great Britain, uh uh-huh. But, I mean, really, compared to what Trump had, this is not good. Not good. We're headed in the wrong direction. So, yeah. Is there going to be an expansion of, of war? Unfortunately, it kind of looks like that's the case. But a strong U.S. leader, somebody who's going to be straight, I think, can at least begin to turn things around, rebuild relationships, and make the folks, the Chinese uh, Communist Party, you know, in Iran and their government, make them think twice about starting trouble. And and that's Donald J. Trump. So yeah, we need yeah, we need a change for sure. But yeah, to assign blame to Netanyahu where that kind of sparked the whole thing. No. These things have been simmering for decades. Decades in the Middle East for sure. All right. So you got you got that going on. You've got Trump uh besting at least in polls anyway, uh, Nikki Haley by 16 points. This is the latest poll out of New Hampshire. It shows former President Trump up 16 points over Nikki Haley, and uh, he's also topping the magic 50% mark. New polling data from Suffolk University, Boston Globe, and NBC10 in Boston conducted among 500 likely New Hampshire Republican primary voters over two days shows Trump sitting pretty at 50.4%, Haley distant second with 33.8%, and then, uh, which has got to be uh, you know a stab in the heart of the DeSantis campaign, uh, showing up with only about, uh, what, 5.8%, something like that. Uh, that's not good. All right, so we'll see what actually happens in New Hampshire soon enough. But we know that Trump is starting to, uh, you know, fire things up and torch Nikki Haley, some are saying. Here's part of what he said. The people behind Nikki Haley are pro-amnesty, they're pro-China, they're pro-open borders. You know, she wants open borders, don't kid yourself. Pro-war? And they're pro-Biden. Yeah, he went on to say, look, with your vote six days from now, we're going to win the New Hampshire primary. Then we're going to crush Crooked Joe. And we're going to make America great again. Oh, yeah. He also told uh, uh, voters Nikki Haley is counting on Democrats and liberals to infiltrate your Republican primary to put her over the top in this state, which is no surprise since her campaign is funded by Democrats. In Iowa, nearly 50% of Haley's voters said they plan to vote for Biden in November. Hmm. Uh, That's what, uh, I guess, the speech included that. Interesting. Hmm. So, if you want a nominee who is endorsed by all the rhinos, globalists, never-Trumpers, and crooked Joe Biden's biggest donors, then Nikki Haley's your candidate. Hmm. Wow. Subtle. Yeah. (laughs) No wonder CNN and MSNBC doesn't want to run uh, his victory speech in iowa yeah no wonder yep they're uh they're running scared 
I mean, the vice president, Kamala Harris, goes on The View. Says she's so frightened, so scared if if Donald Trump gets another term as president. Do people really? No, oh my. But do they believe that? I know some do. <sighs> Let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And Keith, you're on the air. Yeah, the funny part, everything you're just talking about, back before Trump was elected, the media was saying that he was going to have us in all these wars. He was going to start World War Three. all this other stuff. The truth is... We actually ended up having world peace after he destroyed the caliphate over there. As soon as Biden got in, the one they wanted in, now we got all the wars. So I think Trump could do it again, yes. There you yeah, go. I, look, we were energy independent. Biden changed all that with the stroke of a pen, executive orders. We had a secure border. Biden changed all that with the stroke of a pen. Okay? Yep. We had good relationships going on in the Middle East, and the Abraham Accords were historic. And Biden's undid that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And even and, when the other day he acknowledges the Houthis are probably a terrorist organization, doesn't put them back in the position they should be and keeps them to have available funding. That's right. Come on. Really? Now, uh, Tennessee Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn, she's demanding President Joe Biden's top agencies disclose just how much taxpayer money has been siphoned away from the VA and American veterans to provide uh, uh, medical aid to recently arrived illegal aliens. Hmm. Yeah. The letter was sent to VA Secretary Dennis McDonough. Blackburn asked the agency to disclose the amount of taxpayer dollars that have been diverted from veterans to shore up resources for illegal aliens at the U.S.-Mexico border. She wants to know how much of the funding was allocated, how much of that's been pushed over in that, and she said taxpayers paid nearly $95 million in medical expenses for illegal aliens in federal custody that should have been used to support American veterans who bravely serve this nation. That's a great question. Yeah, there's another. It, it, look, it's another basic kind of wake-up call. These aren't things that you can have, you know, that you can really argue kind of for or against or all opinion-based. You know, <laughs> these are real things, real issues, concrete, where you can look at it and make a decision. Is this country safer now than we were under Trump? Is it more... Uh, do we have energy independence? I mean, look, it's these are painfully obvious. Let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Tom, you're on the air. Real quick, uh, the big thing, of course, uh, Trump is going to be a dictator on day one. Lest we forget, on day one of Biden's presidency, he cut off the pipeline and cut off our energy independence. He did it by executive order. Who's the dictator on day one? Thank Thank you. You're absolutely right. 948 on the Bob Rose Show. Time now for things that make you smile. Shifting gears to upbeat, positive thoughts, things that make you smile. Call in now, 877-975-9825. Things that make you smile is brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. And you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Joe Biden is like the big spender in the champagne room, and all these government agencies are thirsty strippers. The Dana Show. He just in their dollar dollar bills, y'all. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3, the sky. Tell me you will stay. 
Final day in paradise, my friends. There's so much to be thankful for. An attitude of gratitude is what things that make you smile is all about. I invite you to call in 877-975-9825. If you'd like to share some positive, upbeat thoughts with us, non-political, I know you can do it. It's brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. Hollywood, what's making you smile? Oh, baby, got a good one for you. I'm not only going to make you smile, I'm going to make you jealous. Tomorrow, my beautiful wife and all of our seven kids and five grandkids are heading to Colorado for a week's ski trip. Baby, it's going to be good. <laughs> baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow, enjoy, nice. enjoy. He's kind of rubbing it in a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's not making us smile, Hollywood. That's yeah, not nice. Hollywood, that's yeah. mean. And you're supposed to be a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nostradamus was making you smile. Hey, Bob, what's making me smile is yesterday I was able to find USA-made tires to get and got new tires put on my truck, made in USA. And the other thing that's making me smile is I was never fooled by Nikki Haley, just like all the rest of them that I've never been fooled by. That makes me smile. Yeah, no, you're right. You mentioned that out of the gate. Um, let's go to Mike. What's making you smile? Good morning, gentlemen. Great show as usual. Of course, you hear it all the time. I, what's making me smile is my little sister was born today in 1961, and we all, she has four brothers, of which I am one, and we wish her a long life and a good life. Oh, that's she, nice. She pro- you should. She probably had a little <sighs> tough being a little sister. Yeah. We say there were four boys? Yeah. Ouch. Although, on the other side, probably very well protected. You know, there's well, that. that's true too. You know, yeah, you got to look at that that part perspective. Of it. But right. it probably has to be tough with with four. You know, I agree. And hopefully that has served her well, right? Yes, I think it's nice to that he actually called it. And, you know, mentioned her. I thought it was pretty sweet. Well, that's what it's all about. I Things know. that make yeah. you smile. Absolutely. Yep, I love it. Thanks for uh, your contribution, folks. Thanks for supporting what we do in general on the Bob Rose Show. It is nine fifty-five, just about. And coming up next, the smoking gun. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. It really is. I can't wait. It's a Florida man story. Oh, great. Yep. The smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR is coming up next. Trending, Trending. right now on this sky. Secretary Austin's hospitalization was prostate cancer. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden. Uh, what a coward. As it happens, stay the course. The state of our state is strong. The new station. A short-term spending bill. To prevent a government shutdown. It's a sellout. Boeing aircrafts are going to be grounded. An impeachment for Mayorkas. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Scott. He brings the brutal truth. Rather than support the Israelis and say, do what you have to do and get this over with, it's being dragged out. Mark Levin. Because Biden does not want Israel to win. Six o'clock on 97.3 The Sky. Time now for the smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense at Shoot GTR. A Florida man in critical condition after getting into an argument with another man. They were arguing at a mutual friend's house early morning hours of Wednesday, January 17th, according to Holly Hill Police. Apparently, the two men were fighting over a woman. It escalated. Hastings, the one guy, he pulls out a gun. He shoots the other guy in the head. The other guy walks nearly a mile and a half to his friend's 
house, and he's being treated at a local hospital. He lived. And the other guy's arrested and charged with attempted second-degree murder. You needed that woman like another hole in your head. It's the smoking gun. The smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg, I'm Bob. God bless you and the family. See you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.